بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Respected listeners of Markaz Sahaba Online Radio The voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh In the Hizbul Azam there is a very beautiful dua which we should be reciting especially in these current times. And the dua reads, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ash-shakki fil haqqi ba'da al-yaqeen. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ash-shakki fil haqqi ba'da al-yaqeen. Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from having doubts in the truth after conviction had entered into my heart. In the Quran Sharif, the third surah, right at the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions a dua. And this dua is very similar to the dua I have just recited. And it is also a beautiful dua. Many of us know this dua. We are accustomed to listening to it. And we should make this dua with sincerity. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this is the dua of the rasikhuna fil ilm. You get two categories of people. The first category of people are those that have some crookedness in their heart. And they are misguided. They will misinterpret the words of the Qur'an Sharif, the ayat and the verses of the Qur'an. And they will look and delve into things that they should not look and delve into. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالرَّاسِخُونَ فِي الْعِلْمِ Those that are firm in knowledge, whether they understand or they do not understand, يَقُولُونَ آمَنَّا بِهِ كُلٌّ مِّنْ عِنْدِ رَبِّنَا Allah has revealed, this is our deen, we accept and we believe and our iman is in it. And Allah taught us a very great lesson, that your logic, your research, your minds and your understanding, all of it is powerless in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the opening Words of Surah Baqarah, Alif, Lam, Mim, Tafsir Jalalain, Allahu A'lamu bimuradihi bidhalik. Right at the beginning you have to understand that, O oh, insan, you know nothing. Allah, your creator, who created you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the meaning of these three letters. Three letters. Where is your knowledge? Where is your research? Where are your minds put together? No one will know the meaning of these words called the huruf and muqatta'a. To understand something. That at points in life and in deen, we have to submit and say that I don't know, I believe. We have to submit and we have to believe without question. And hence the dua, Rabbana la tuzikh qulubana. Oh Allah, do not cause our hearts to go astray after you have guided us. And bestow your mercy on us. 
And this, this, this dua that is mentioned in Hizb al-Azam, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ash-shakk fi al-haqq ba'da al-yaqeen, very beautiful dua. Wallah, I seek refuge in you from shak, from doubt, fi al-haqq, in the truth, ba'da al-yaqeen, after having conviction. Allahu Akbar, when we open the books of hadith, we find what was the level of the iman of sahaba. Their level of iman was so great that their iman became the model for us to follow. فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدِ اِهْتَدَوْا Allah says if they bring iman, like how you, O Rasul wasallam, and the Sahaba brought iman, then they will be on guidance. That is the benchmark. Let us ask ourselves, what is the level of our iman in comparison to the iman of the Sahaba anhum? What is the sincerity, the ikhlas, to believe in everything and to be firmly convinced and have that yaqeen in our beliefs. It is easy for a person to claim, I love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He is my Habib. He is my Nabi. My Nabi, my honor, my Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let us ask ourselves, has that love translated into practice? When we love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then everything of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam should be beloved to us. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the teachings of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, those teachings should be so precious to us that I cannot afford to leave out any word, any teaching, any hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What was the level of Sahaba and their iman? In the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Today Allah has given us a little test. Mothers and sisters, beloved brothers. And we have made qurbani and we have slaughtered the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that has been in practice for the last 1400 years. Something that we have never seen before, something we have never heard of before, something we never imagined in the wildest of our dreams before. Those sunnats that the imam from the front used to say, Istawu, sawu sufufakum, i'tadilu, watarasu, stand together in salah, stand like a solid steel wall, don't leave gaps for shaitan to create disunity. It was repeated over and over and over again until we memorized the words in Arabic also. How easy it became to make qurbani of those sunnats. Of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the basis of what? On the basis of logic. On the basis of an advice from a person that got no iman. That's what it boiled down to. People have abandoned and ran away from the masjid. No Jumu'ah, no Salah. From when? From March. No Eid Salah also. Till now. Whereas Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, bear testimony to the iman of a person who frequents the masjid. Because Allah says, Innama ya'muru masajid Allah, man amana billahi wal yawmil akhir. 
that person will occupy the masjid. He will frequent the masjid if he has iman in Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa What the lives of Sahaba radiallahu centered around, where deen was disseminated from, we have cut off ourselves from the source, from the source of hidayat, from the source of getting some guidance, we have cut ourselves off it. So what will happen to that person? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that shaitan is like a wolf for man. Shaitan is like a wolf for man and a wolf will attack a lone sheep. So Rasulullah sallallahu said, don't stray from the jama'ah, don't isolate yourself. Alaykum bil amma wal jama'ah wal masjid, stick to public life. Stick to the Jamaat Salah in the Masjid. Hold firm to the Masjid. The Masjid is a markaz of deen. Hold firm to the Masjid. And the moment you will isolate yourself and go away from the Masjid, then you will become food for shaitan. And this person's iman is in danger. Allahu Akbar, beloved friends. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, this incident we all know. But sometimes when we are reminded then it has a greater effect on our heart especially at the right moment. Abu Bakr anhu is approached by the influential people, rich people, so-called intelligent people of the community. Abu Jahal and his likes. And what do they say, O oh Abu Bakr? Do you know what your friend Muhammad وسلم, is saying? What is my friend saying? He is saying that he undertook a journey of 1,400 kilometers from Makkah to Masjid Al-Aqsa. And then from there, he went to the seven heavens. He saw Jannat and Jahannam. He met Allah and he returned all in a portion of the night. This is illogical. This doesn't make sense. This is impossible. It goes against all reason and research. We don't even have electricity. Imagine that time they didn't have electricity. Where would they be able to fathom and believe something like this? It would take them days to cover one or two hundred kilometers. Days. One thousand four hundred kilometers and then to the seven heavens in one night. So these were influential people. These were, this was a group, a task team now, so to say. To go and refute what Rasulullah is saying. And many, many people were affected because it didn't apply to their minds, their logic didn't make sense to them. But Abu Bakr was Abu Bakr, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu, he asked them, did my friend Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa say this? They said, yes. He said, then I believe. Allahu Akbar. Amantu bihi. I believe that is that is Iman, brothers. This is Iman. Allah give us Iman. And Abu Bakr goes into the majlis of Rasulullah. He is already nodding his head. So to say, I believe O Rasulullah without the need to listen. And when he gets the opportunity, he tells Rasulullah, O Rasul, I believe. Where is our Iman? In all the words of Rasulullah, when a disbeliever based on research and logic tells us something, then we are quick to throw the hadith of Rasulullah out of the window. 
We are quick to ignore deen. What is the level of iman? What is going to happen to us? If this is the level of our iman, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ash-shakki fi al-haqqi ba'da al-yaqeen. Allah, save me from having doubts. Khuzayma bin Thabit radiyallahu anhu, one day he comes upon a scene, he sees Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is having a dispute with a Bedouin. The Bedouin is saying, I never sold you the horse. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, I purchased the horse. The Muslims are rebuking the Bedouin. How can you say Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is speaking lies? The Bedouin says, bring a witness. Khuzayma radiyallahu anhu steps forward and he says, I bear witness, O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that you purchased this horse from this Bedouin. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Oh, Khuzayma bima tashhad, how can you give testimony you weren't here, you didn't see? Allahu Akbar. Allah give us iman. Hazrat Khuzayma radiallahu anhu said, Oh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when we believe that revelation comes to you from Allah, from the heavens, through Jibreel alayhi salam, we don't see. And we believe when you tell us about things that happen below the earth, what will happen in the qabr and akhirat, then how can I not believe you in something that is between the heavens and, and, and between the earth, something that happened in this world, a simple transaction. How can I not believe you? O Rasulullah sallallahu I believe you. Nabi alayhi salatu salam became so happy, so ecstatic, so elated. He said, oh Khuzayma, from today your word is equal to the word of two people. Your witness, your shahada is double shahada. And later on when the Quran was being compiled, he brings a verse of the Quran. He is the only person to bring it because Rasulullah said, your word is equal to two. It was accepted, whereas other verses had to have two witnesses. Abu Darda is sitting. One person comes and saying to Abu Darda, your house has burned down. He said, my house didn't burn. Second person came, your house has burned he said, Mahtarak, my house didn't burn. Third person came, oh Abu Darda, your house is burned down. And Abu Darda says, Mahtarak, my house didn't burn down. Fourth person comes and says, oh Abu Darda, the fire burnt all the houses around your house. But when it came to the boundaries of your property, then the fire died down. Your house was saved. He said, I knew my house won't burn down. Someone said, oh Abu Darda, we don't know what is most shocking and astonishing. The fact that you said that your house didn't burn down or the fact that you said that I knew my house won't burn down. He said, I knew my house won't burn down because Rasulullah said, that person that reads a dua in the morning and in the evening, Allah will protect him. This is Iman brothers. There is no time to go into the dua. The entire dua is mentioned in the hadith. We can request our ulama to learn this dua and and to practice on this dua and this entire dua by and large speaks about iman allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta alayka tawakkaltu wa anta rabbul arshil azim i trust in you oh my allah mashallah kana wa ma lam yasha lam yakun what allah wills will happen what allah wills will happen and if allah doesn't will it won't happen if allah wills mot you can sit in your house mot and mot will come to you in your house if allah wills mot you can take all the precautions and then still you will get sick. And if Allah wills for a person to be protected, then he can be in the thick of battle. He can throw himself into battle. Khalid bin Walid radiallahu no part of his body had no battle scar, but he didn't pass away on the battlefield. And there were certain sahaba just accepted iman and they went in the battlefield and they gave their lives. Mot is in the hands of Allah. Sickness in the hands of Allah. Life and death in the hands of Allah. 
We have to have yaqeen in the words of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that person that reads his fajr salah with jamaat, فَهُوَ ذِمَّةِ اللَّهِ He is under the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person that visits the house of Allah, he is Allah's guest, and Allah will treat his guest according to his shan. Do we think that a person will go to the masjid, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make him sick? That person that frequents the masjid, and if any calamity comes, they will be the first people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect. They are under Allah's special protection. Brothers, if we read the news, we will find that they are saying that this thing is spreading. Where? In the taverns and in the bars through alcohol. They use alcohol sanitizers to protect themselves from this disease. Allah is showing that the same alcohol and the means is becoming the means of people getting sick. Is becoming the means of people getting sick. You will not find one masjid in the entire country and the entire world where it, where it is said that this masjid became a super spreader and this masjid became a place where the whole stuff got sick, the whole masjid got sick, people went home sick. Na'uzubillah min dhalik. Allah give us firm iman. Allahumma inna na'uzubika min ashakki fil haqqi ba'da al-yaqeen. Oh Allah, save us from having doubts in the truth after having conviction. Oh Allah, save our hearts from going astray. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.